Comic Book Tales is an immersive comic book experience for the new or lapsed comic book fan. I take a closer look at the comics that shaped my childhood and influenced my adulthood. Comic books are an amazing entry into another world and even provide the pictures to complete the fantasy. Join me for a new Comic Book Tales adventure. Hello and welcome to Comic Book Tales, a retrospective of Marvel from one man's perspective. Uh, last time I talked about Stan Lee, why Stan Lee was unique to the comic industry and how he basically, on, on his own back, made Marvel what it is. Uh, again, not by himself completely, but with help from many others that he was the steering the ship, uh, the good ship Marvel, as we say. So... What made Marvel different from a comic book side of things? So we talked about many things going into this. The Marvel method was a unique way of creating comic books. And I touched on it briefly in a previous episode, but I want to expand on that a little bit. So the Marvel, in traditional method, the writer would write a story, maybe through collaboration with the artist or collaboration with editors, they come up with a story or at least a framework of a story. And they would write the story and they would pace it out and say, okay, this is, this is each panel. I want these words and this is what I'm going to have in it. And they would give great direction to the artist and the letterer and the anchor and everything that goes with that, as we talked about previously. And that's how the comic book was put together. So it might have been collaborative at the time. Like somebody might be sitting in the same room, the writer and the artist might be sitting in the same room and saying, Okay, this is what I'm going to say. Here's the script. I'm reading it basically like you're reading a movie script, a screenplay. And the artist would draw as they're talking, and the writer would say, no, no, do this. I want this differently. Uh, make this swooshy, whatever. Uh, but that's not how Marvel worked. And people, <laughs> people like to think that it was a plan. It wasn't. The Marvel method was built out of necessity. And it became a crutch for some people, but it became a unique style of creating comics. So with the Marvel method, the writer, in this case most of the time in the early days, Stan Lee, would give a vague outline of what he wanted to have in the, in the story. He wouldn't say panels, he wouldn't tell you how to draw anything to the artist, he would just say, this is, you know, Peter Parker, you know, finds out that Harry Osborn's father is the Green Goblin. And they fight, and they tussle, and the Green Goblin swoops in and, and grabs Harry. Something like that. That would occur, okay? So Jack Kirby, or Steve Ditko in this case, we're talking about Spider-Man, would go home, and they would sketch out the 22 pages based on that outline. Now, <laughs> it seems a little strange, doesn't it, when you think about it, that you don't know what words are going to go on each page. So how do you know what to draw? You didn't. So you need somebody uniquely qualified, Jack Kirby, Steve Ditko, to come to mind, who could interpret, and Jack Kirby was great at this, could interpret what Stan gave them as basic outlines and come up with the art to match that. I'd say, well, how do they do that? I mean, it's so complex. Well, the great thing was Stan hadn't written anything yet. So he didn't have to come up with, you know, exact matches. He would say, oh, Steve wrote, drew it this way or Jack drew it this way. 
I'll just change the story to fit exactly that so it matches. So if Spider-Man was shooting his web shooter and pulling something off a shelf, then Stan would make the story say, oh, I, I need that or grab it or whatever he needed to do to match it up. So just with a basic outline, you could come up with a comic book and then put in the lettering and the words later to match the story. So you got a more fluid, basically you got a more, instead of a stilted picture graph, you got a, a smooth flowing picture graph, which was very, very different from how things were done previously. If you look at the DC comics of the era, they were done in traditional fashion, writer, then artist, not artist, then writer. So it was backwards to the, the reasoning that most people would think. But as I said, this was done for a reason. Because Stan was writing so many of the books, he didn't have time to sit there with an artist and go through the pages that needed to be written. He needed to move it along faster. So to do that, he would give the general outline, usually verbally, but sometimes typed, and he would let the artist go. So then when they got done with their stuff, he could come back and put in his words. And his words didn't take that long because you could see from page to page to page what was happening. So that's the great thing about comic books. When they're done correctly, the art can tell you what is happening in the pages. See, I'm teaching my daughter how to read. And I've given her the clues. I say, if you're reading a picture book and you see the picture, the picture can sometimes help you with the context of the words that you're reading. Not always and not always completely. Certainly not in a child's picture book. It's not quite as complex. It's very basic. But in a comic book, it can be more complex. And as time went on, they became more and more complex. So what you had was a picture book that if you took out the words, you could get a general gist of what's going on. You fill in some words, and you fleshed out the story to the point where it makes more sense, but you already knew where it was going. And that's the great thing about the Marvel method. It made the artwork pop because the artwork was front and center. So this is why some people think Jack Kirby should, deserves more credit. And I would agree to a point that he probably does because he made the artwork pop. He made the stories come alive in a way they had never done before. And had, had he not done it that way, had it been the traditional method where Stan dictated everything, then it probably would have been more stilted because Stan's writing is a bit stilted. It's a bit... It's a bit you know, herky-jerky, and I don't think it's the best uh, representation of a fluid storyline, but it was the 60s and then the comic book code, and certain things were uh, taboo. So the Marvel method allowed for this new dynamic method of conveying a story, and artists loved it. The ones who could do it, the ones who could do that without complete direction. The guys who needed complete handheld direction did not love the Marvel method. They didn't last long at Marvel. They'd go back to D.C. or somewhere else or get out of the industry completely. But those who were prolific, because you had to be fast. Again, Jack Kirby got a lot of books going with Stan because he was fast. He was accurate. He was fast. He could crank out page after page, where some guys were very, very slow. Steve Ditko was much slower than Jack Kirby. So you had a slower process. So Steve had Spider-Man instead of the Avengers and X-Men and, and Fantastic Four. So you, you have all that because of the skill set for each individual. But if you just go back and research some of the 60s era DC comic books, early 60s, and compare them to the Marvel, and you can see a dramatic difference 
in how things looked once they got their feet under them, they got the storylines rolling. So that's the Marvel method. It sounds complex, but it's it's really simple, simple drawing that's then fleshed out. You know, it's a lot of the, the bubble drawings that you, you learned how to do when you were in uh, elementary school, drawing figures. And they flesh it out, and it, it's quick. It, it's really designed to be motion-intensive to make that image pop. The Silver Surfer popping off the page is one of Jack Kirby's most famous images because it felt like the Silver Surfer was in your face. That had not been the case. Go back and look at the Superman of the 1930s. It, it's just a flat image on a page. It doesn't do anything for you. This was coming right at you, the three-dimensional nature of this 2d image um, was phenomenal so the marvel method changed marvel comics but it changed comic books for the rest of the industry because they had to start copying that method to to a point and it it made every comic book out there more enjoyable as a result so marvel method big deal stan lee jack kirby combination big deal certainly in the early days so that's the marvel method Next time, we'll talk about another key point of the Marvel uh, Genesis, and um, I'm looking forward to this one. So join me next time. I'm Chad. I'll talk to you soon. This has been a Hannah Tree production.